just lit the wrong end again. A gracious good day to you, dear friends, and welcome in to this edition of Fusebox. I'm your sitting-in-the-lap-of-liberty host, Mark Rose, and this is indeed number 33 in our ongoing series of how-to instructional audio cassettes on the care and feeding of your pet trilobite. Just kidding. I'm a kidder. Over there, and looking very striking today in what uh, appears to be a Japanese baseball t-shirt is the uh, highly overmodulated Milt Keynes at the controls, everybody. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I got it for uh, Christmas for my sister Jacinda. Kind of dig it. Love the colors. Is that uh, the Tokyo Swallows? Yeah. Although, uh, I gotta say, I, I don't follow baseball too much, but uh, it's cool as hell design. Yeah, I was gonna say, you should... Uh, Definitely chat with our colleague in audio crime, Mr. Jeff Pollard, on the whole baseball thing, you know. He's into that scene. As you no doubt recall, uh, he was, like, scouted by a whole bunch of pro teams when he was playing. And, yeah, we were talking at the last show remote about that. Yes, and, uh, and speaking of that last show, thanks again to the staff uh, and Sally herself at uh, Suicide Sally's Bar and Grill for making that little experiment a lot of fun. And uh, we're planning to do a few more excursions in the uh, upcoming shows, although I think they may be uh, a bit more intimate in nature. (laughs) Like what? Live from a storm drain or under the counter at Target? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What a great idea that is. Love that. Well, I might have to hire my tunnel rat buddy to run cables for that one. (laughs) Well, seriously, though, um, we're planning some fun locales for a few upcoming shows. Uh, Hell, we might just magically appear at your doorstep, gentle listener, mic in hand and cables and all that. Hey, hey, that reminds me of that Japanese TV show. You know, about the guy that hides in someone's closet until they get home and then uh, bursts out when they least expect it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing something on that. Uh, Wait a minute. Do I detect a Japanese theme here or are you just uh, jonesing for sushi? Oh, now you did it, damn it. You know, that's just what I want about now. Oh, good. Then we'll just extend the torture further as we proceed on with the program. (laughs) Oh, God. So many times in the course of talking with folks about the creative process, whether it be, you know, how this show comes together or how one cooks a terrific meal or builds a bookcase from scratch or knits a bedspread out of porcupine quills, the same question arises time and time again. And that, of course, is, where do ideas come from? Now, folks, if you've been even somewhat casual listeners to this fine Fusebox program, you know I have a penchant for removing the fourth wall on occasion. Sometimes the fifth and sixth, too, as I recall. Yeah, yeah, quite true, quite true. And so, as a continuing effort at... uh, public service, and true disclosure, I'm going to share with you at least where we get our ideas from. Uh, 
is this uh, one of those NSFW things? I mean, what if there are kids listening? Then they will be totally amused. No, this is quite legit and safe for any environment. Although I might suggest that you don't operate large mining equipment when listening to this next segment, as you, uh, you might be a wee distracted. So I recorded this little quasi-remote, one might say a rample even, uh, a day or two ago in an effort to sweep away the cobwebs, the veils of mystery, the hanging chads of obfuscation even, to reveal the true birthplace of Fusebox ideas. So folks, never let it be said that the uh, purveyors of fine auditory ear food would keep you listeners in the virtual dark regarding the origin of ideas for this program. Heaven forfend! Now, we here at Fusebox strive for truth, justice, and the American way. Oh, no, 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 that's that guy in tights who jumps off buildings. Nay, we shall endeavor to reveal in all its glory the pure essence of musementism. Right here, in this very location, at this very shed. Watch your head there, because this stuff is overgrown. Just a little bit overgrown. Uh, yeah, now don't be scared by its uh, rather dilapidated extremity. Uh, pay no attention to that frightful exterior, dear friends. As we all know, that not everything is as it seems. Now, opening said doorway. Here we are. That's better. Yeah, well, now, there are a few, uh, few steps here. You have to kind of be cautious of one or two of these things. You know, that last step is always tricky. Good lord. Alright. Alright, so, uh, so, uh, this is where the fun begins, folks. Right here. Uh, Move along here. Ew. What the heck did I step in? Oh, for crying out loud. Uh, so, kind of windy in here, I realize. Not very well lit. But, uh, oh, here, here. Oh, oh, oh. Can you smell that? No, I guess you can't from where you are. Sorry. Uh, just as well. Uh, this right here. Oh, see? See this? This is an idea gone bad. See that? Look at that. Yeah. 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 But 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 uh, the good news is that uh, it's going to form a really rich compost. You know, for well-developed ideas later. So uh, so we'll just let that one be there and stink. Uh, Oh, oh, now here, 
This one, yeah, this one, <laughs> this one is developing nicely. You can, uh, you can see right here by the, see these little bifurcating tendrils here? Yeah, see, that's real. Oh, listen to that. Well, you see, well, it, it's finding its voice. So uh, that one will be great in a little while. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, oh, and now growing over here on the wall. Yeah. These are what we like to refer to as evergreens. Now, these are just time-tested, solid ideas. They always seem to do the trick, you know, no matter what. I don't have to coax anything. Fabulous. Alright, now, back. Back over this way are, yeah, the uh, developmental ideas. Now, these might not be totally ready, but, uh, but they have real promise. So, uh, you know, we don't pick them right now, but with a little nurturing and a little time, they just need to mature. Yeah, and uh, right over here, next to them, this is uh, notions and flights of fancy. Um, these are just really germs of things, you know? You, you don't know what they're going to develop into, and actually, you never know. One might just be a really tremendously good, maybe even award-winning idea. Yeah. So, uh, and then, as we round the bend here, Yikes! Son of a... Whoa! Whoa! Yikes! Yeah, well, this one uh, has a definite attitude. <laughs> Man! Hey! Hey, 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 hey! Might even be a little too good an idea. Alright, come on. Down, boy. Holy criminy! <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so, uh... Yeah, so this is, this is where it all happens, folks. And, uh, hey, I'm sure that if you look around your place, wherever you are, you know, uh, you, you'll find, trust me, an unexpected doorway hidden somewhere, you know? Probably curled up back there next to the long, dried-out box of cling-free dryer sheets. <laughs> or that half-obscured opening just below the clean-out drain near the septic tank. All awaiting your perusal. Oh wow, look at these. Never noticed these before. That's really something. So there, there you have it. A little excursion to where ideas come from. Just another valuable and helpful public service message from us here at Fusebox. In the interest of full public disclosure, the Government Office of Informational Anomalies periodically informs the public of incidents that may give rise to aversion, panic, severe anxiety, or downright repugnance. This week, a man in Florida reported finding a boa constrictor in his cereal box. He very sensibly dropped his bowl and ran for the door. 
When authorities arrived, the boa was quite comfortably still in the box, but once it was extracted, it was discovered to be six feet long. The man, Wilfred P. Turgid, commented, I know they're invasive, but this is ridiculous. The cereal manufacturer has refused comment except to say that placing boa constrictors in its boxes of food do not count as prizes in their giveaways. The city of Truth or Consequences, Arizona has installed a citywide alert system and safety procedures are in place should they be struck by an asteroid. The local safety committee representative said it was only a sensible precaution since Arizona has been hit by asteroids in the past. It was pointed out to the constabulary that the previous asteroid impact near Winslow hit the Earth at 26,000 miles an hour with the force of 20 million tons of TNT and that the bunker they have recently completed in the basement of the local library may not be quite enough protection. He was quoted as saying, well, we have a lot of food stockpiled and we're people with a strong faith in the Lord. Experts in the field of DNA research at the University of Wagentire have assembled the complete genome of the woolly mammoth. They further intend to literally resurrect a living woolly mammoth, because they can. The cloned beast would stand up to 10 feet tall, weigh 6 to 7 tons, and have tusks 15 feet in length. In addition to questions about how to care for the creature is the fact that it had adapted to ice age conditions, and to clone one or more than one in the age of climate change was idiotic. In addition to the mammoth, the genomic geniuses at UWT are close to perfecting the Neanderthal genome and cloning one of those. Just one. So wrong for so many reasons. The mind reels. The show for everybody, but not everybody will like it. Somewhere in America. Despite 11 fillings, Rusty Owens dares to chew aluminum foil. Oh, this could be good. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. You have just been somewhere in America. And we're back. Bigger and badder and stinging with pain. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the audio medium can be a visceral experience for sure. Hurtling you ever forward <laughs> into the unknown. <laughs> Sometimes I think some things are best unknown. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know. I, I, I would agree, and so, uh, so hey, what else is new? How's a, how's a family? Uh, well, uh, I guess they're fine. Uh, are you, uh, stalling? No, time? no, not at all. I, I was just, <laughs> just looking at my notes, and I realized that we... Uh-oh. 
Uh, well, sorry about that, folks. We usually, uh, let me go ahead. And... My bad. My bad. I, I forgot to. Hello, this is Fusebox. Can I, uh. <laughs> well, hello. How are you? <laughs> oh, that's terrific. That's terrific. Did you have a nice holiday then? <laughs> well, well, yes, yes, I did. And thank you very much for the uh, rum balls. Yeah, they, they were excellent. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, so uh, to what do I owe the... Uh... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, sure. Well, well, you know, we're kind of uh, in the middle of a... Uh... Uh-huh. Oh. I see. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, uh, uh, yes, I, uh, I see your point. Um, oh, 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 definitely. No, 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 I completely understand. <laughs> um, no, really, really, I, uh, I understand, yes. Uh, um, okay, let me, um, yes, it's, it's, uh, so good to hear from you. Alrighty then. Well, uh, you you enjoy the uh, the rest of the day and uh, and tell the Mister hello for me, huh? <laughs> what the hell? Sure thing, Bev. Yep, we shall do that very soon. Okay then. Here, here, uh, here he is, Bev. You take care. Uh, Paisley. Oh. Crap. Yeah, it's your mom, and she would like a word with you. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just take a message? I mean, we're doing a show, man. <laughs> no, you tell her. Uh. <clears throat> well, hey, mom, isn't this a nice? But, but, uh, but, mom, I was a. Uh... Mom, I was only... I know. I know, Mom. But... I know. I know. I know. I know, Mom. No, I was just... No, I, I was just... Mom, I was just trying to help. That's all. <sighs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. No. I didn't know that. Well, she didn't. No, she didn't say anything to me about it. Yes, ma'am. No, 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 I will. I will. Mom, I said I will. <laughs> I don't know. Soon, okay? I said I'll call her. 
Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Listen, Mom. I really need to go now. Okay? Can, can we talk about this later? Yes, ma'am. I'll talk to her soon. No, I mean, I'll talk to her after the show. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I'll, uh... Okay. I will. Yeah, t tell Dad hi for me. Yes, ma'am. Love you too, Mom. T Tuesday night? Uh, sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Bye, Mom. So, how's your mom? Pissed. That's how Mom is. <laughs> yeah, I gathered that. <laughs> so, uh, what did you do now? The Sergeant Major has ordered me to stop trying to set up her daughters on the show. <laughs> I can't imagine why she would feel that way. Yeah, well, well, maybe I did go a little too far. Well, I'm sure you can see how a mother might be uh, a wee bit protective of her offspring, particularly daughters. It was definitely a one-sided conversation, I would say. Yeah, well, you can take the girl out of the Marine Corps, but you can't take the Marine Corps out of the girl. Oorah! She also let me know that Janine is, uh, involved now so uh there's that too what the future ex mrs mark rose is off the market wait i i thought she was still in prison i mean um working at the pie factory oh she is and even counting good behavior uh she'll be there another eight to ten years so so then how is she dating oh Oh, I think I get it. Yep. Looks like my sister Janine's playing for the other side now. As Jeff would say, ah, to be young and in love. A lovely woman she uh, apparently met in the yard named uh, Slick or Sly or Shiv or something. Well, maybe she gets that from her big brother. <laughs> Look. I love my sister, but man, Janine's just never done things the easy way, especially when it comes to romance. Oh, clearly. Well, I've always tried to set an example for the younger players. By the way, uh, mom wants us over for dinner next Tuesday, so... Well, that would be splendid. Yeah. Except uh, the part where she arm wrestles dad to see who has to wash the dishes after. Huh? Yeah. The sergeant major hasn't had to wash a single dish in 37 years of marriage. Gulp. Well, can, uh, can I bring anything? Just a revolver with a single bullet, man. That'll be my dessert. popular. Hello, this is Fusebox. Yes, let me transfer you. 
Uh, buddy, it's line two for you. It's Janine. Oh, God. And on that note of despair, we'll take a break and return momentarily. And now more information from the Government Office of Informational Anomalies, a public service to desensitize the citizenry to weirdness. A backlash to the annual thriller parade in Lexington, Kentucky, in which the Michael Jackson video is reenacted by zombie lookalikes, has arisen. The No Zombies in My Backyard, or Zimbi organization, has strenuously objected to this event, creating what they called a welcoming environment for zombies, and is likely to attract them to Lexington. Miss Evelina Jackson, one of the three members of Zimbi, expressed her concern this way. This would endanger our entire way of life, inviting that kind of people here. I mean, they're dead. I'm plumb bum squabbled as to why they'd even consider such a thing. A rain of snake-like parasitic lampreys in Alaska has the people of Nunavuk Chukitanoa on edge. If you have seen a picture of or the actual mouth of a lamprey, you'll know it is funnel-shaped and lined with row after row of very sharp teeth. The lamprey attaches itself to prey and lives off the blood of the victim, which by itself is revolting. However, in Nunavuk Chukitanoa, it was a particularly prolific year for lampreys. Apparently, clumsy seabirds picked up lampreys to eat, but dropped them again in the streets of the coastal village. Rather than this having been a uniquely perverse and unexpected area, assault by seabirds, as vociferated by some residents, it must be considered difficult to hang on to the slimy, wiggly things while flying. We agree that finding a lamprey down one's neck would be unpleasant. Our last report comes from, appropriately enough, Fear Not, Pennsylvania. The residents report the squirrel population is aggressive and out of control to the point of attacking small children and stealing their Cheez-Its. Longtime science teacher Philbert Rosenhusenfuss has noted in his 25 years of keeping a gardening diary that the docile local squirrels are being replaced by a much larger variety of feral squirrels which have moved in from Three Mile Island, famous for a nuclear meltdown in the 70s. He has expressed concern that the feral squirrels have been eating radioactive wild food all these years, affecting their penile and thyroid glands, stimulating unnatural growth and aggression. Rosenhusenfuss has led the vanguard to exterminate the squirrel interlopers on the premise that they may, by eating the nutritious squirrel food set out by well-meaning locals, continue to grow apace. Imagine if they got as big as German shepherds, as big as horses. Why, with giant razor-sharp teeth and claws like a sloth? Well, they could steal and bury my refrigerator like a nut in an hour's time. I quail at the thought. You gonna eat that? As we all do, Mr. Rosenhausenfoss. This has been news from the Government Office of Informational Anomalies for this week. Keeping you on the edge of paranoia. I know, I know. And we're back. Uh, listen, I share your pain. Really, I do. Dear friends, 
that will do it <laughs> for this edition of Fusebox. Thanks, as always, for pushing play. As we know, there are so many, many other places and things that could occupy your time. So we very much appreciate you spending some of it here. Special thanks are indeed in order for our audio evangelists, Aaron Lane, Jody Lorimer, and Jeff Pollard. Uh, sh- should we uh, credit your mom, too? Don't get me started. <laughs> Very well indeed. So, <clears throat> if you have a moment, uh, please don't forget to uh, check out the Fusebox store for all manner of ear food flavors. Located conveniently at thefuseboxshow.com and click the store button for a truly enlightened experience. So, I have been Mark Rose, your bipedal host, along with the luxuriating in his own malt vinegar and board-op extraordinaire, Milt Keynes, bidding you a fond farewell. And uh, until our next cartoon. What do you think the chances are of getting abducted by aliens before I get to my mom's place? Fuse box.